thousand hanging. I'm David Pumpkins, and I'm gonna scare the hell out of you. <laughs> I'm so excited! I'm so excited! I'm so scared! Jesse, Jesse. This is the Church of Common Sense with Travis Lindsay. He stinks and I don't like him. Shock the system. Sex machine, get up off of that thing. I feel good. Jam. Oh, won't somebody please think of the children? Why are you running? Why are you running? So for shits and giggles. What the f is this? Watch your profanity. Look at all those chickens. When the hell did this happen? My eyes, the goggles do nothing. Your world is not funny. Your world is... <laughs> next, next on the big story. <laughs> what really happened on that Thursday here at Augusta High School that led to Chris Wood's death? The fuck is that? Shit! <laughs> I'm dying in this fucking country-ass fucked-up town. <laughs> Shit flying in my mouth. The fuck? I can't see pollen. Let's get the fuck out of this country, motherfucker. I'm standing up and I'm telling you I am Warhol. I am the number one most impactful artist of our generation. I am Shakespeare in the flesh. Walt Disney, mm. Nike, Google. Now, who's going to be the Medici family and stand up and let me create more? Or do you want to marginalize me till I'm out of my moment? Oh, my brother, testify. And always let your conscience be your guide. And always let your conscience be your guide. All right, everyone. How are you? Welcome to the Church of Common Sense episode eight i believe not a hundred percent sure i am your host travis Lindsay, aka father Lindsay, aka brother kid aka just a kid aka aka uh also known as also known as and all that jazz um how are you you're probably listening to this on october 1st Ooh, spooky season yeah, it's Halloween time, or if you're in Canada, it's also Thanksgiving time, which, boo, um, there's not many things I would adopt from the States right now, but if we could have uh, Thanksgiving in November, I'd be all for it, because it seems like, you know, just a nice big way to kick off Christmas, instead of our one, which is just, eat some turkey on a Monday, enjoy, <laughs> enjoy school the next day. But here we are, it's October now, uh, well into pumpkin spice season. P 
people probably figuring out what they're going to be doing for Halloween. Can you trick-or-treat? Can you not trick-or-treat? We're already wearing masks. It's the one day of the year everyone wants to wear a mask anyways. What are we going to do? Can we get some can? First, you got to worry about razor blades. Now you got to worry about the flu getting you. It's a it's a weird time uh, all around. How are you doing? Uh, were you one of the people like me that watched, uh, as CNN so uh, poignantly put it, uh, shit show last night? Did you watch, uh, when you are listening to this, uh, did you see the debate at all? Doesn't need to be necessarily last night. Uh, you know, don't want to date this too much. But, uh, yeah, that was not, uh, <laughs> that was not good. Uh, anytime someone needs to tell the president, uh, shut up, man. Uh, something I commonly say to myself on this show. Uh, I, I want to say we're in trouble. I'm in Canada, but regardless, we're all in trouble. That was, uh, that was a disaster. That was, uh, it was rough to watch. And I like watching disasters. I don't like watching them, but I will watch them. I'm, t- I'm, I'm nosy. But it was uh, poor Chris Wallace, the moderator. <laughs> Just like a teacher that could not get a handle on that classroom. That was Biden and Trump were the bad class that like when the substitute teacher's getting the rundown in the morning by the principal, that was like the class he warned them about. They were out of control. They couldn't, uh, <laughs> he could not get a grip on those two uh, grumpy old men. <laughs> Just fighting about. Uh, I was waiting for, I thought at one point it might go to fist. Uh, yeah. If uh, there's two more of these coming up, I'm going to watch them. Uh, Politically, no one really said anything helpful. I mean, still, you're a piece of shit if you're uh, still there with Donnie Boy. Uh, how, How hard is it to say, fuck white supremacy and fuck the Proud Boys? How is that so hard to... What do you want me to say? What do you want me to call... What do you want me to call... Call them pieces of shit. You have no problem saying anything else. You have no problem insulting everyone else. You couldn't just... Stand back and stand by. (laughs) It's like they're fucking coming back from commercial. Oh, what a mess. What a mess. I've never paid this much attention to... I'm just growing up all around. I was never into basketball. I'm watching basketball now. now I'm watching politics stuff. Uh, I am really in a new phase of my life. And it's just watching messes all around. Oh, there's messes everywhere. There's fights everywhere. No one's getting along. Uh, yeah. Here, uh, here in Halifax. <laughs> we got our own little... Civil War turned out. Uh, which is not. It's died down. It seems completely. It's just. Uh, well, here's, what, here's what happened. for People not in the. 
in the realm of the Halifax <laughs> comedy scene, which is, uh, you know, a group of like 30 people and then the rest of the world. Uh, you know, some stuff went, uh, a comedian, uh, said some, you know, was kind of defending, uh, old, old JK Rowling and kind of get called out for it and, you know, it broke down into, you know, this person said this, this person said, well, this person is trans and they don't agree and well, this, you know, well, that doesn't cancel out and um that was me going back and forth like the people were that was not me trying to explain what was going on i could sound like that i could see how that would sound like i'm just stuttering along but uh it went all it went back and forth a bunch and, <laughs> and then it just broke down into people calling each other not funny uh and all this kind of stuff uh i a day earlier it had already kind of gotten in with this comic and I didn't even really get into it I just I literally sent a gift of Dorothy aka B. Arthur from the Golden Girls um <laughs> saying knock it off and really I said knock it off for his own good because I knew he was just going to get in trouble like this uh which at the same time he's his own person uh getting in trouble like you know if you, got, if you got stupid thought and you gotta, you know, get called out for them. That's your, uh, that's your prerogative. Um, so I didn't really want to get involved. And then I definitely was not going to get involved once it broke down until like everyone should be like, well, you're not funny. Well, you're not funny. Well, this is, you know, it, <laughs> that doesn't help trans people. Uh, if, if, you know, the argument did not stay on topic, and, but it, it was a big clusterfuck. Uh, surprisingly, though, the show that night was not, I mean, <laughs> the main person everyone was arguing with was not there, but for the most part, there was no real awkwardness or uncomfortableness at shows. I mean, people, again, it turned back into comedians just telling jokes, busting balls, uh, which is what happens after a fight. This stuff doesn't hold up long. But, uh, you know, I would, I would, I would say, and I get that it's especially in this climate, it's hard to keep a cool head and not just go off and attack a person more than try to make you know point points. I, I, I would just say, you know, try to keep it to what the situation is. Uh, you know, if you want to do <laughs> throwing a hey fuckhead before you make your point, uh, go for it. But, you know, stay, you know, attacking, not attacking, but, you know, having an argument break down into, well, you're not funny, you're not funny, you're a, you're a hack, you're a hack, uh, does not benefit anyone, and, you know, I've seen it hurt other comics in the long run, and uh, I want everyone to do well. And have fun, you know. This is this is supposed to be fun, but I get it's a very high tension time right now, and everyone's you know losing their cool here and there, uh, me included, and and stuff like that. Uh, but can't we all just get along? <laughs> no, we can't. We're all 
we're all a little off and on different ends of spectrums and we're a kooky bunch uh but i hope uh as i i think my one comment was before i plugged this podcast was you know <laughs> all you all you motherfuckers or uh, uh as i eloquently put it, all y- all y'all niggas uh just better be mature enough to come to the next time I, you know, I record an album or something. I need asses and seats. So if you can just smile and nod for 90 minutes, one random night coming up, hopefully within the next, uh, in the next little bit, that would be, uh, the creme de la creme, uh, for me. And that would be very nice. Thank you. <laughs> oh man. One of the one of the things I was arguing about uh actually I'll get to that shit after. I'll space out my my racial uh arguments. But uh Actually, there's a lot. There's probably no way we can... We kind of got to jump from politics to this, to that, to whatever. The Rock is is voting. Well, not, he didn't say vote. He's endorsing uh, Biden and Harris. And, you know... Can you smell what he's cooking? Uh, <laughs> that... Uh, that raised a lot of singular eyebrows on on the right. <laughs> uh, that uh, that's really funny if you're a wrestling fan and know what the Rock does with the eyebrows. Uh, but yeah, the People's Champ, Dwayne, Doris Biden, Harris, and it's always funny because then immediately the onslaught of like, well, I guess I can't watch your movies anymore, and celebrities better stay out of politics, and you know all that old horse shit. But The Rock has never endorsed anyone. No one. Not even Barry Boy. That's <laughs> that's how fucked up it is that this asshole is in the White House currently. Is that people who have never endorsed are being like, yeah, we gotta straighten this shit out. You know, and this is this is one of the richest of the richest celebs. He'll he'll pay some taxes. He's okay with it. He's good for it. It's uh, but it was funny. Like that's the most probably hated the rocket uh, been from Twitter comments and Instagram comments uh, since back as in days as old Rocky Maivia uh, when he debuted in WWE. And he was a uh, happy, cheerful baby face, and everyone chanted, Die, Rocky, die in that. A little wrestling history for you. But uh, it is nice uh, when, like, a celeb, you know, leans a little more in a direction you were hoping for. It, it is a relief, you know, for, uh, you know, not everyone. Obviously, some people are not very disappointed, but for those of us that, uh, are not big Trump fans, you know, for The Rock to be like, <clears throat> yeah, no, it's like, whew. 
Thank God I didn't want to change my favorite wrestler to Stone Cold. Uh, <laughs> which was always the argument growing up. Uh, for me as, as a kid, I, everyone loved Stone Cold and I was a rock guy. And, you know, was it because The Rock kind of had my same skin complexion? Maybe. Was it nice that he was like the one black wrestler that was treated well? Maybe. Uh, but also, he was beating people with elbows and eyebrows. You know, Stone Cold had to flip people off. Rock just needed to give you a little elbow. Game over. Just bring it, bitch. Uh, what the fuck am I going on about? Halifax, here in Halifax, uh, we, uh, we right now have, uh, a couple, uh, Black Lives Matter murals in, in downtown, one in Dartmouth, one in Halifax, and, uh, boy, oh boy, was that like flicking on an apartment light in a cockroach-infested building. Did the racists come out of fucking nowheres? bunch of, uh, you know, oh, only black lives matter, what about white lives, and white lives matter, and all lives matter, and all lives matter, and, you know, everyone trying to explain it a hundred different ways, these old middle-aged fucking women, uh, who use Facebook to get all their news and share their shit memes, that they probably don't, they don't even know they're called memes, they just call them pictures. Oh, here, share another I love my sister picture with fucking minions. <laughs> Everyone is the fucking same. Oh, no one's different. Is there any individuality in the world? No. There's just people that are unaware, and other people that call people sheeple who are also fucking sheep of themselves. Oh, no one's their own man. But uh, that brought out a lot of people, and as uh, as I tend to do these days when I see some real stupid shit, I tend to interact with it. Uh, if nothing else, to, I'll get a story out of it. Uh, or, you know just add up more proof why we need these movements going on right now. There's so much anger and unaware hatred, which is, like, worse. Like, I'd rather have, at least, I have, you know, if someone just straight went, you know, I don't like black people. Are you an asshole? 100%. You're a racist asshole. But at least you're honest. I can give you that. That's something to work with. Someone in denial is, is way worse. Who can't see their own fucking problems. You can't change what you don't acknowledge. Uh, old D. Phil said that. Old Dr. Phil, don't call me Daddy McGraw. <laughs> Sorry, that was, I read an article earlier, but people apparently on TikTok are calling Dr. Phil uh, Daddy. Because, uh, yeah, why not? It's 2020. Let's just, let's just do it all. I got a hot and a cold coffee right now. I don't mean one coffee with multiple temperatures. I literally have a hot coffee and an iced coffee. Uh, I couldn't make up my mind. And I said, why uh, why deprive myself? It's a little chilly, so I want the warmth. But I also want to feel a little refreshed. Double it up. That's, uh, that's an innovation from your truly. Don't, 
Don't hold back. You want iced coffee and a hot coffee? Get both. Treat yourself. It's good for the soul. It's good for your mind. It's good for your heart. That's not Dr. Phil. That's just the kid speaking. You know. I, uh... I don't know. Two comics reminded me of, uh... The Time. Uh, me and another comic. Slash my... My boy. Slash, uh... One of my best friends. Uh... HD. Handsome Dan Hendrickon. Uh... We ordered, uh... Garlic Fingers one night. Coming from downtown. Uh... After... A, f- a few road sodas, if you will. <laughs> uh, we ordered some garlic fingers. Uh, he called the woman on the phone darling, as he tends to do. Uh, and she said there would be about 20 minutes or so. Uh, so we decided on the walk home that we were going to stop in uh, the Superstore for uh, some pre-garlic finger sammies. Uh, yeah, we bought sandwiches before our garlic fingers arrived. Because that's what we do. We don't live in a world of what ifs. We live in a world of why nots. Damn, I'm dropping some knowledge today. <laughs> uh, but yes, the Black Lives Matter uh, murals are up. Uh, not without controversy, of course. A lot of people, some you know, not a lot of people. Some people are opposing them. Other people are mad because uh, there was a, uh, a a young activist. Uh, who I guess was trying to organize this long ago, and then I guess it, the city kind of swooped in and took over. Uh, you know, their their plan for it. Uh, would it have been nice to have some maybe uh, community input uh, and maybe just instead of some big yellow traffic letters? Uh, yeah, of course. Um, is it better than nothing? One hundred percent. It's uh. I, in that regard, I think it's something that's more of a, hey, you know, great, the message is great, uh, the delivery, not so much, this is something, you know, great, it's proactive, awesome, but if you're going to do that, also maybe allow other artists, uh, you know, other uh, BIPOC, uh, you know, artists to do some murals as well in that, in the city, and, you know, have, like, some community input, and, you know, have the affected people leading uh, the charge, I think is maybe uh, an important thing. Uh, support uh, from the city is is what's needed. Not, you know... Not taking charge of it uh, by the city. Uh, support and encouraging and, you know, listening to ideas and having those people that are presenting those ideas maybe try and turn them into action and say, going, yeah, that's a good idea, and then you make it happen. But uh, I'm glad it's there overall. Uh, if you get got a problem with it, I I'm exhausted. <laughs> go go fuck yourself. I uh, I can't deal with the, the stupidity and uh, ignorance at this point. Uh, especially like again, uh, you know, dummy said go. Oh, they're a terrorist organization. Or this and you know that and whatever you support communism. 
Those people are nuts. All Lives Matter people are stupid. That you can't, like, I know it's been explained to you a hundred different ways. I know people have posted images and, and articles literally spelling it out for you. But, I just, yeah, if you're going to be racist, just be racist. Acknowledge it. Look inside yourself and go, oh, shit, there's, there's a little tiny burning cross on my heart right now. Maybe I should put out that fire. I did not mean to go on this long of a tangent on this stuff, but this is what's going on in right now, yeah, where I live. And I, I'm, I'm glad that people, I, I am kind of glad that people are coming out and showing their true colors. Because I think a lot of people go, oh, no, we don't have this here. We're nowhere this here. And, you know, I I posted a shit ton of photos. It's, uh, God damn it. If I knew people saying racist comments was going to get shared around so much by something I post, I would add it a bunch to my goddamn album advertisements. People <laughs> love sharing people being racist. Um, but I'm, I'm glad, because this will also now shine a spotlight on the issues and problems we have here, because uh, there's a lot, and a lot needs to be fixed, and a lot needs to be done, and people need to come together, people need to be willing to listen, and, you know, all that, all that jazz has been said by a million different people in a million different ways that we just can't seem to get it together. And, uh, side, sidebar, kind of, if you're gonna come out on a bunch of pages and call Black Lives Matter urban terrorist and domestic terrorism and this and that and what have you with, uh, your stupid fucking face, uh, maybe don't be a piece of shit yourself elsewhere, uh, one one David McDonald. Uh, don't be a garbage human being. Don't don't be some crusader against domestic terrorism, but also a fucking harasser of women, you piece of shit. And a lot of people are confused right now. Like, what are you talking about? Uh, I there was one guy on a comment section that I came across who had said some uh, not too nice things about the murals. And then uh, later turned to find out that this uh, waste of space was uh, un unprovokingly, uh, by all accounts, unprovokingly uh, harassing uh, my friend's partner. And uh, to that I say, uh, go fuck yourself, threatening women and... Saying don't mess with mountain men, whatever the fuck that means. Mountain men, what the f <laughs> You fucking inbred hillbilly. Don't mess with mountain men. Why? You gonna run after with your fucking webbed toes? Idiot. By the way, Kraft Dinner and Mac and Cheese are two different things, asshole.
you flavorless twat. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this idiot really uh, pissed me off. He gets up all on his high horse, but then has no problem uh, calling women all sorts of names and saying abusive shit and threatening them. Uh, when he is no uh, prize pig himself. Fucking lost its virginity to the pumpkin people. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, am I coming in too hot? Am I coming in too angry? I apologize. Uh, there's just a lot going on. Uh, regardless, don't be shitty. Uh, especially to my friends. Uh, especially if you want to get on a high horse that, like, one group is these big bad people doing terrible things, and then. You're causing your own type of terror. You self-righteous fucking phony. God, people are... Ugh. People are the worst. Not you people listening. You're all wonderful and special and unique. Uh, this other idiots out there. I just... I can't... Can't I can't deal with uh, the stupidity anymore? Everything turns into argument and fighting. Uh, let's take a step back from all this to go into something different, maybe a little more fun. Uh, the Simpsons. Uh, <laughs> The Simpsons has changed uh, voice actors. They're no longer having uh, white voice actors do character voices for uh, the non-white characters, uh, which in turn stirred up a bunch of shit because, of course, it did. Um, and a lot of people are upset and being like, it was weird that like people's like complaints in comparisons are horrible. I don't mean horrible as like mean just in, in a dumb sense. They don't the comparisons don't line up. So one of the characters, Carl, uh, originally voiced by Hank Azaria, uh, got a voice swap by uh, by a black uh, voice actor. And of course, things with voice acting is always weird when a cartoon character does no longer sound like he used to. It does take you out. Uh, I'm still adjusting a new Kermit the Frog. But I will adjust and I will... whatever. But a lot of people's complaints were like, Well, you know, Joe and Family Guy, Patrick Warburton, he's not actually a cop. Can he not voice... Well, first off, Police officer is a job. Uh, being black is not. This shit's not nine to five. And trust me, if it was a job, there'd be plenty of openings. Not many motherfuckers are signing up for this. The health benefits are awful. But you get a big dick sign 
Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, the sound waves look like little, uh, little co, little chopped up cocaine lines. The way I, I, that just made me chuckle. Uh, but yeah, it's not a job. So like the comparison would be like, oh well, you know, uh, Seth MacFarlane's not really a dog. You can't voice Brian. Well, no, of course not. Well, shouldn't the best person for the job get it? Yeah. Yeah. Are you telling me there's a white person who's better than every single black voice actor at being black? You know, I don't I don't see why this Also, I love that people are getting mad about Simpsons change of voice actors. These are probably the same motherfuckers who brag about not having watched the Simpsons since season 7. So I don't know why this is even an issue for you. You don't even watch the show anymore. You probably every other post is something about Simpsons be, needs to be canceled. But you'll never stop the Simpsons. Uh, have no fear. We've got stories for years. Maybe Bart becomes a lady. Maybe most is something racist. Do 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 do. Oh. <laughs> uh, shit changes. Move on. You're not watching. You got thirty seasons of Hank Azaria as as Carl. You know, I'll make a little compilation for you of all the Carl scenes, and you can have a nice fifteen minute viewing of every Carl scene if you're gonna miss Hank Azaria voicing Carl that much. You know, and also, by the way, I didn't, I don't care that Hank was voicing Carl. You know, I don't care that Harry Shearer was Dr. Hibberts. It didn't bug me. They weren't like offensive portrayals by personally to me. I don't, you know, I didn't think they were doing any real stereotypes. Like, Carl was black in skin tone only. I don't think I've ever seen Carl do anything like a stereotypical black guy. You know, Dr. Hibberts was like one of the one successful people in Springfield. You know. So, so it's not an issue of being offensive. I mean, it's just like, yeah, maybe that is the appropriate thing. And maybe we can hire a new person. In our cast of like four people that do every single voice. I think the real interesting uh, one will be a poo. And how they go about, you know, uh, his character. Because I assume they are, you know, they will get a, uh, an Indian actor to portray him but my thinking is there is having an Indian character uh, actor portray a poo is not going to change maybe because the dam the damage or whatever has already been done you know with with actual Indian people having to deal with you know thank you come again and all that kind of shit but we, uh, 
it'll I just don't know how that character not being voiced by Hank is going to change uh, people's shitty uh, shitty use of the character uh, towards uh, actual Indian people but you know there's not a, probably a lot of opportunities for uh, Indian voice actors and if you're going to have an Indian character you might as well uh, yeah you should have an Indian actor portray them you know you change you got to adjust you know I thought it was silly at first you know they, they're changing but they just you know it's just open up roles and opportunities and Create your own character, then. Um, yeah, well, you know what? That doesn't really help either, because when you still do, uh, it's called being uh, too PC and, and bending to these ideas and all this shit, even when you create your own characters. So you know what? Fuck them. We're taking yours. <laughs> uh, I saw, you know, they're doing a Miss Marvel show uh, over on Disney Plus for the MCU. A character that's been around for the better part of a decade, uh, Kamala Khan, and they uh, announced the actress that will be playing uh, Kamala, and people were like, oh, a Muslim superhero, really? We need that into, you know, PC bullshit. Um, yeah, this character's been around for uh, close to 10 years. Idiot. And then when you call them out, well, I was just seeing who's living in their parents' basement. Uh, I don't even read comic books, and I knew that. I was well aware about this character. Uh, being informed does not always mean you're uh, a nerd, or you're obsessed, or a, you know, a geek or whatever. And also, if I was, still go fuck yourself. You're the one that was in the wrong. Or else I was going to find something a little more lighthearted. This has just been a, a shit show of a news week. Uh, maybe there is some fun news out there. I do got questions this week. That's fun. I am excited about that. Uh, you know, let's escape from all, all the drama for a hot minute or two. Maybe try to find some fun news or something that uh, else that's interesting. I uh, I just think the world would be a much better place. We just need more barbecue. We all just need to sit down, have some barbecue. But I'm vegan. Shut up and eat a rib. <laughs> oh, I don't. It's you know, it's it's more cruel. To not enjoy the sacrifice that these wonderful animals have made than to enjoy them uh, through the style of barbecue. Food really is the great uniter. I've said it before on here. I've said it in my real life. Uh, I just, I don't, you can't be mad. Well, not on a rib. Eating a nice grilled burger. You got both hands. You got to focus on not dropping this shit all over your shit. You're just. You're in a peaceful state. I've been watching this barbecue uh, cooking competition show. And and shit's real. Shit. It's intense. Watching these uh, pit masters. 
do their thing. But, like, you know, the best ones just take the shit so seriously. And they're focused. And you're just like, they don't worry about the debates. They don't care who the rock's voting for. They gotta go low and slow on these beans to perfectly accompany these nice grilled ribs. Dry rub, wet, what are we doing? There's there's such a process to uh, barbecuing. I have really discovered that it is an art. And it just seems like one where it's it's high stress, but then like the rewards are like just a sweet release. <laughs> That's my little spiel about barbecue. As I uh, as I find some fun news stories for us. Uh, here we go. Uh, missing tortoise recovered after 74 days on the lamb. Sol- Solomon uh, is this tur- tortoise's name. The runaway tortoise didn't get far. Uh, barely an eighth of a mile before he- So he didn't get any... How was he missing for 74 days then? These people even bother looking? <laughs> Did they not know Solomon was gone? How does a turtle, a tortoise, over two months, two and a half months, two months and a fortnight, 150-pound tur- tortoise, 15 years old. How does he miss for seven, four days? He's less than an eighth of a mile from home. How are you not able to find this slow motherfucker? Though the African... Uh, Sulcata tortoise named Solomon crawled away from his Ashland City enclosure more than uh, two months ago. He was discovered just an eighth of a mile away from home last week, his owner Lynn Cole told uh, the news station on Friday. Cole said a man and his son spotted Solomon grazing in a valley at a construction site and returned him within minutes. He didn't seem to make a fire, but this person wasn't looking for this. Maybe <laughs> they got bad eyesight. They just saw a big rock and they thought he was sleeping. I guess that we'll never know full, the full details of Solomon's greater. You won't know any of the details. And how he managed to elude us or all for some. <laughs> Just leaned up against the wall. I don't these people in a shell. No matter his traveled course or intent, thanks to a gentleman and his son who happened to be driving by, at the moment Solomon is now safely at home, and as such, uh, so much joy has been returned to our family. Cole said Solomon is a beloved, a real beloved. Missed seven, four days, eighth of a mile from home. Pat has been with the family since uh, their birth. Uh, the owners said they would pay his rescuers a reward for returning him home. Wasn't that sweet? That was a nice happy ending. I'm glad you're home, Solomon. Uh, If you want to be truly loved and not just (laughs) gone 74 days, even though you're less than an eighth of a mile from home, uh, come on down to Halifax. We got our own turtle. Uh, Tortoise. Gus. It's like 95 years old. It's like the same age as Betty White. Come visit him. He gnaws on the bricks. He loves it. He's not as big as you. May need a bigger enclosure for uh, for Solomon. But Gus and Solomon? 
Oh, you guys sound like you run like a little business together. <laughs> like a law firm in 1930s New York. Gus and Solomon. Great Depression? What's so great about it? <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up, Travis. <laughs> oh, the two coffees are kicking in. Can you tell that I'm losing my mind? Um... Kayaker returns message in a bottle to a woman who wrote it in 1985. God. Imagine what she wrote. Kathy Riddle said the bottle didn't travel very far, but perhaps it traveled the world and came back. Well, which one was it, Kathy? Riddle me the... Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> a kayaker who discovered a message in a bottle floating in Delaware River was able to reunite the letter with the woman who wrote it 35 years ago. Imagine if it just said some racist shit. For white eyes only. Negro smell like feet. Something. <laughs> oh God, Tweet, tweets will get you in trouble. But imagine getting in trouble from a message in a bottle. Oh, I got fired from my job because of a shitty "Sting in the Police" song. A kayaker who discovered my bottle. Uh, Brad Washmuth thought the bottle bobbing in the water about two miles, three kilometers offshore of the Broad Kill River was a piece of trash when he spotted it August 8th, just a few days after a tropical storm. Isaiah swept through the area. As we usually do as kayakers, you know, you know, as kayakers, <laughs> we, uh, they, they call us the sucker fish of the rivers. We just clean up the litter. Uh, as kayakers, we try to pick up trash out of the water when we can. He told the station this week, but Washman's friends noticed there was something inside, and the two fished out the letter written by Kathy Riddle and her cousin Stacy Wells, dated 35 years ago, August 1st, 1985. Wow! So 35 years in one week, this thing was just floating around the river. How many turtles did it kill? It took out Solomon's <laughs> second cousin. Uh, it described their family pets and asked potential future readers if they had any of their own among other childhood musings. Ugh. Kid letter stinks. Uh, I wanted it to be something good, something fun. Tell a lie. See if there's treasure somewhere. It described their family pets. Can you describe them now to me, Kathy? Yes, they're bones. And worm food. And they went... <laughs> That's sad, Travis. That's not funny. They're on a farm all happy 35 years later. Everyone knows cats live 35 years. Uh, Washers brought the letter to Milton Historical Society, and a curator reached out to the family and put the two in touch. The news outlet said Riddle still lived just miles away from Milton, and Washers was able to return the letter to her Thursday. He said he was surprised it ended up in the same waters after a decade of storms and tides, but Riddle suggested that maybe it was fate. Well, Mr. Brad, did you tell her about your pets? Did you answer the letter at least? Uh, that's it? That's the end of that? It wasn't a mean story or a bad story, but it was kind of went nowhere. Dogs are performing COVID-19 tests. Mm, they can smell it. Well, I smell the bullshit that is COVID. It's a hoax. Uh... What is with these voices today? Um, 
Travelers arriving at the Helsinki airport in Finland are going to be dogged about COVID-19. Are they dogs or are they sheep? Um, <laughs> Travis, get yourself together. Uh, as part of a test project, the airport has started offering voluntary coronavirus tests that only take 10 seconds away. See, it's voluntary and they're not forcing you. It's the government forcing us uh, without a nasal swab being stuck into your sinuses. Instead, the, yeah, the test does not look fun. Uh, the test is administered by one of two canines uh, trained to detect the virus by sniffing sweat off arriving passengers, according to the New York Times. It works like this. After a passenger gets their luggage from baggage claim, they can volunteer to wipe sweat from their neck and leave a swab in the box. A trainer then puts the box next to a container's other sense for one of the disease-sniffing dogs to sniff. The process takes about nine minutes. If the dog gets a positive result from the neck sweat, the person is sent to the airport's health center for a free virus test that might involve something more invasive than a cold nose. Imagine dog get to sniff your ass until you got COVID. Preliminary research suggests that the doggy sniff test might be more effective at detecting coronavirus infections than the standard polymerase chain reaction or antibody. Man, dogs are impressive. University of Helsinki researcher Anaheim Bjorkman told the Washington Post, Bjork, Bjork, Bjork. Uh, that's just a fun word to say, sorry. Uh, they can also find uh, people that are not yet PCR positive but will become PCR positive within a week. Whoa. Only two dogs are currently working as disease detectors but 14 others are being trained for the job. Some dogs can learn to sniff out the virus in a very short time. One 8-year-old greyhound mix named Cossie learned to identify the scent of COVID-19 in just 7 minutes. What is this world we are living in? This isn't. If the canine coronavirus detectors prove that they're effectiveness, you could open up society in another way if you had those dogs. She said Finland would need 700 to 1,000 coronavirus sniffing dogs to... Who let the dogs out? Uh, males and... Boy, I have the attention span of a fucking blink. And retirement homes, uh, verp, verpi I, you know, I respect other people's cultures, but... Man! Names that are not normal to you are always hilarious sounding. Verpi Parala, uh, a representative of Evid, Evidentia... A network of hospitals and veterinary clinics that funded the trials for a stage told the New York Times. Well, that's good. We got Dr. Doggy Hauser. Oh my lord, I'm sorry. I I apologize. That one hurt me. Um Yeah. We're uh that's a nice story. That's a nice story. It's uh dogs dogs have the answer to COVID. Little COVID sniffing dog, isn't that cute? You know what? Oh boy. Okay, this is a good news story. I'm gonna do some questions first, and then we'll we'll end uh, with this wild news story. Uh, just reading it really caught my eye. We have questions from multiple people. Thank you for sending in your questions. You can always send in your questions. Uh, the Church of Common Sense, or your confessions, you know, you get some weird story, a funny story you want to uh, send in, and I will gladly read it and give you my response on it, and 
where it falls in line with the church and all of common sense and how you uh, how you can continue your life moving forward and I will absolve you of all your uh, quote unquote uh, sins. Uh, but I have some questions in uh, right now that I'm going to answer. Uh, and you can send in questions to me uh, to, to Father Lindsay and the Church at gmail.com. That is Father Lindsay and the Church at gmail.com. Uh, please send me your questions and all that stuff. I know I got listeners that are not in my circle of Nova Scotia. I see you in the States. I see you in Virginia. I see you in Oregon. Send me a message. Tell me what's going on down there by people that actually live there. Uh, Texas. I saw someone in Texas. I, people in Belgium are listening, apparently. I saw one guy in Tokyo. I'm sure you stopped listening, but if you didn't, um, please send me a message. Origato. It would be very appreciated. Uh, here's, here is uh, my first question. Hey, Trav. I just started listening to your podcast, and I have to say... I'm really enjoying it, but I have a question. <clears throat> but I have a question for you, so here it goes. Can we please be friends, or are you going to hate me for the rest of your life? Hope you're doing well. Uh, I, I will answer this question. A uh, little backstory for the, the people that don't know. Obviously, I do know this person that had uh, sent in this message. And my answer is this. Uh, first, actually, you know what? I will, I will tell, I will explain the scenario to you why this person uh, is worried that I may hate them for their entire life, and I think it would take maybe a bigger person than me to to forgive someone for uh, such an act. But I will tell you a story, and then you tell me if you could forgive someone like this. It's high school. You're getting lunch. You know. You got a free period coming up. So you're not in a big rush. You kind of let everyone else get their food. And then you get your food to take back to the school cafeteria. You go over to the sports stadium that's right next to the school. They got a Dairy Queen in there. Uh, Dairy Queen Loki has some great fucking onion rings. You order these nice piping hot onion rings. You take them on your way back to school. This person in front of you. Is ahead of you walking, gets the door, and instead, this is high school now, so we're all trained in holding the door for people, especially people with a handful of piping hot onion rings. Instead of holding the door, knocks the door right into you. Doesn't say here, Travis. You have onion rings. Let me let me get this door for you. Push the door right into you, which in turn pushes the onion rings all on you. Can can, can you forgive? And I'm sure she she this person would say that they formally apologize. I've I've never truly seen it. I've never actually felt the remorse. It felt more like a favor to me. <clears throat> so I'll be cordial. I'll be cordial with you. I'll be civil. I'm I'm grown up now. I'm I've matured. You know the other person I would I frequently had a hate on is is you know now a married mother and I feels wrong shitting on a shitting on a mom. So I you know I do have a lot of anger I need to direct towards somewheres and. It probably would have been passed on to you, but I will try to be better. Are we friends? I don't know yet. 
I really gotta think about that. I'm friends with your fiance. So, by proxy, we're kind of friends. But it's gonna take a lot for me to truly feel like I'm there yet on a friend level and that I can safely eat on your wings around you. But I appreciate the letter. Thank you for listening. I'm glad I got, I got this one in just before I started recording. So, we'll see. Uh, tell me if you guys would be friends with someone who uh, nearly scalded your face with uh, fresh onion rings and all you wanted to do was snack on and enjoy. And then maybe they can help me figure out what the proper answer is to that question. <clears throat> okay, some other questions. Bonjour. Uh, what podcast do you recommend? Uh, believe it or not, I I don't listen to uh, a shit ton of podcasts. Uh, once I'm done recording mine, I kind of you know step back from it. Uh, if you uh, intoxicated, is is one that is done here also in Halifax. It's a very good one. Uh, done by uh, Sarah McLellan, uh, who just got into stand up, but has been doing podcasts for a long time, and uh, I would highly recommend. Uh, her podcast, it's a, uh, it's a one hundred percent, you know, legit, real deal, professional podcast. Not this uh, shit show that I string together once a week. This is something she's been doing uh, for years. So she is a season pro when it comes to that, and uh, she always has interesting guests. I've been a frequent guest, so if you like listening to me, there's episodes of me on there. You can definitely check out that one. Uh, there's a new one that just uh, started up, so they could use some support called uh, Mitch and Mater uh, podcast. Uh, two young comics in the scene here. They just started their thing, so I would also I would recommend checking them out. Uh, there's a lot of cool uh, local ones. Uh, Canadian politics is boring. Uh, Brandon and Kyle uh, are podcast. There's, there's, those are local ones. As for, uh, podcast, you know, yeah, I really don't listen to, uh, that many podcasts outside of, uh, really at all. I was going to say outside of, you know, name some. But there's not many uh, people that like wrestling that are listening. Uh, Talking Wrestling is a great podcast. And another podcast you can check out uh, very soon is my other podcast, which will be uh, less topical, serious shit, trying to be funny. And just fun, lighthearted, uh, having a good time. Uh, podcast for those Disney fans out there. Hi Dad Soup, uh, where I, uh, you know, I get drunk and watch Disney movies, and then I, uh, I break down the Disney movies for you in my intoxicated state, uh, and we also make Disney-inspired uh, food and drinks, and that'll be a real fun one that I, I've been really, for the better part of probably two years, trying to get this thing up and running. Uh, but I'm now really forcing myself to do it. It will be coming out this month. 
Uh, I've already set that in stone. Uh, I got someone working on a uh, on a poster for me for it. So I'm I'm very excited uh, for that. So when that one's out, I would recommend uh, checking out that. And if you want to send in uh, requests for specific Disney uh, movies and stuff that you want me to watch and react to and review, uh, then, then yeah, you can send them in currently to fatherlindsayandthechurch at gmail.com. Uh, I may make another email account to send in Disney-related stuff, but uh, until then, you can send it in to uh, that one, and that would be great. But uh, other than that, uh, send me podcast recommendations. Uh, I would like to maybe check out more podcasts. You know, being on the spot like this, uh, it's, uh, I really can't think of any. Yeah, which is silly for someone who's in uh, podcasting. But, uh, yeah, there's none that, like, frequently come to mind that I, like, actually... Uh, listen to when I listen to stuff. I usually listen to music because uh, it helps me think about uh, jokes and that. And also, like a lot of the podcasts are done by comedians, and I don't want to, you know, subconsciously take any of their ideas. So that's not really my expertise, believe it or not. Uh, question two. Oh, here we go. Circumcising babies is now an elective procedure. Uh. If you had a baby boy, do you think it's better to do that or no? I don't know that much about penises. Uh, brackets remain for making uh, comments. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I don't don't mess with your baby. Let it be how it's born. If it's really that much of a problem, they can deal with it later in life. It's uh, I, you know, it'd probably be painful. Uh, but, you know, that's, you know, their body, their choice. Uh, I don't want to, you don't want to clip baby dicks. I, I know people, some people do it for religious reasons, other people do it for aesthetic for, uh, reasons. Uh, you know, you got good dick change, you probably won't even notice whether, which way it is. Um... Yeah, I don't, I can't, I don't, I don't think I can make that decision. You know, just let the baby be, let it live its life. Just teach it how to wash. It's, 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 it's a nothing thing. It's very European. They're hip and cool, right? So, yeah, I don't, uh. Just let it be. <laughs> Treat that baby's dick like a Beatles song. Let it be. D don't let me down. <sighs> Question three. If you were getting a dog, what kind of dog would you get? Uh, hmm. I think about this a lot. Because I think I would want more than one dog. Uh, I would, you know, I like a nice... Like I want a lounge. I want a dog that like hops up and watches TV with you. I want something that's borderline like a blanket. <laughs> uh, I think I'd get 
see, I'm thinking about them as puppies, and they're all great, so I just would say one of each. Uh, but, like, one of those, like, mountain dogs, like, Bernie's, uh, mountain dog, just seemed like such a fun dog to have. I'd definitely go for one of those. Uh, the right corgi. You know, a little bread loaf. That'd be fun. Nothing too yappy. You know, but I would say... Maybe... It's so funny. It's such a simple question for everyone else. It takes me 20 minutes to break down and think about. I'd say... Hmm... Yeah, probably one of those two would be, like, the main ones. You know, some something big and cuddly would be, like, my preferred. <laughs> I don't know, weird way, but, like, it's something the size of a friend. You know, I feel like something you can tell has life in it. <laughs> Which I know makes no sense. It makes sense in my head. I know it does not make sense, these words coming out of my mouth. But, yeah, you know, as long as I have the space for it, I wouldn't mind, like, a bigger, uh, a bigger dog. Bigger dog, decent energy, uh, friendly. I think, yeah, it'd have to be more of the personality of the pet than the, than the breed. Something I don't think would eat me. Pretty big on my list. But, uh... Yeah, let's let's put in uh, you know on the on the list of brainstorming either a corgi or a like a Baronese uh, mountain dog, and uh, don't cut your baby's dick, boy or girl. <laughs> don't cut anything. Just uh, let it be. Let it come out as it is, and if the doctor will look and go, that shouldn't be there. They'll they'll fix it. Uh, everything else is you know. As is, you know, it's uh, no customizations, no substitutions. Uh, let it be, and then it will decide when it's older uh, how much or how little of its dick it wants. Thank you for those questions. And uh, finally, we have one uh, sent in, and uh, the question uh, was, uh, if you were uh, to prepare me, a nice dinner. I'm saying this uh, verbatim because I remember this one was in a Facebook comment. It's not on my actual list of uh, questions. But uh, it has to do with if you were to prepare me a nice dinner or meal, I believe it was, what would uh, what would it be? And that was sent in uh, from Unky Matt Caldwell. And uh, I would say uh, I would prepare for you a, a delicious, nice spaghetti dinner. <laughs> I didn't forget. Uh, and that's 100% uh, an inside uh, joke in reference to my days in Tirana. Uh, so thank you for those questions. Uh we're we're deep in it in this podcast now. If I haven't scared you off with all my ranting and shit, we're over an hour in. But uh, I gotta read this one. Speaking of dicks, this is this is how we 
end the podcast. This is, the, and I think it's a perfect way. <clears throat> Vietnamese condom factory accused of recycling used prophylactics. Uh, Vietnamese police said they will investigate a factory that was found recycling about 320,000 used condoms for recent. Oh, fuck. Oh, that's so gross. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean to gag in a microphone. I vomit trigger someone. Um, who? We'll get through it. We'll make jokes. We'll make this worth it. Um, following a tip from a local who? What was the tip? <laughs> oh, was it a man or a woman? Who? Was this uh, someone who bought it? I was like, this seems rented. <laughs> Previously owned condom. Uh, following a tip from local resident Ben. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> Following a tip from local resident Bin Dong, <laughs> that's not funny because his name is Bin Dong. It's just with the story about used condoms. This man's name is Bin Dong, B-I-N Dong, Bin Dong, uh, which makes his name sound like it's, it's trash dick, uh, which seems like what you would have if you're using used condoms. Uh, so my apologies to uh, Ben Dong. <sighs> I told you names that are not typical here always kind of hit you funny. You didn't say my name's my middle name's Jesse Ray. Listen, I live with fucked. I get it. Names aren't easy. Uh, Bindong Provincial Market Inspectors. Uh, <clears throat> oh, Bindong's the name of the place. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not the name of the guy who gave a tip. The person remained anonymous. Uh, ben, Bindong Provincial. <laughs> well, who would buy con from a place called Bindong? Old trash cock. Uh, provincial. This is this really is a Disney and Dick jokes uh, episode. Uh, provincial market inspectors over the weekend raided a factory near Ho Chi Minh. Ugh. See, I'm not uh, for Ho Chi Minh. This is this is a gross story. Where they found used condoms being repacked for sale at the market. Uh, the state-owned uh, Trois Tre newspaper reported. A market inspector said the owner of the factory, a 34-year-old woman, confessed that they bought used condoms from a man in the. Like a man who had obtained all these condoms, or was he like using them himself? This man's got a chafed dick if these are using himself. He's just rubbing one out, and these con condoms are wa washed. Oh, fucking hell, God. Oh, <coughs> <coughs> condoms are wool. Mm -hmm. Condoms are washed, reshaped, and packed in a plastic pack. Packages the newspaper said. Oh my god. Wash, 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 scrub, scrub, scrub. La, da, 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 da. That's how you get HIV. And 
Maryland of Ben Dong. Oh my god. It said police announces how do you not know you're using a used condom? How do you not know it said police announced they will investigate and track down others involved in the operation. The newspaper quoted a health official as saying the recycled condoms pose an extreme... No shit. God. Man, you get an economy, you get AIDS. I used... Oh, my lord. Mary's... How much does a used condom go? How much did she bought them? And then what was the upsell on these things? How do you reshape it too? I can <laughs> I can barely fold a blanket. These people are reshaping condoms. <laughs> There's a picnic blanket that me and my girlfriend have, and I cannot fold that thing for shit. And these people are reshaping jimmies. <laughs> oh, we live in such a weird world. Oh, God bless. Sometimes the internet is great, huh? There's a lot of shit in here. There's a lot of pieces of trash, like David McDonald. Um, you know, but every now and then there's some... Good stuff that comes out of trash. Sometimes, you know, you just reach in the bin dong far enough and, and you pull out a winner. Uh, this, too, needs its own Netflix stock about used condoms being sold. What would be a fun name for a used condom documentary? Hmm. What would be a good... Oh, what about con and then like a little little space dumb con dumb and then you put emphasis on the con like con in brackets and then dumb that would be like the more classy classy way of presenting a documentary and just saying like dick deceivers or something <laughs> so gross that's a, oh did you see this speaking of con, this is kind of really now it's going to take a turn for kind of, that the first guy who ever like been cured of HIV just died of cancer is that not the most unluckiest motherfucker in the world this poor man gets cured of AIDS and then dies of cancer yeah, Travis really did bring down the mood. I just—I don't know. It just made me realize. Well, damn, you're you're not as unlucky as you may think sometimes. Uh, so, condolences to, to that man's family and friends and all that 
and all that jazz. Okay, now we're now we're in weird zone. Wrap it up, Travis. Wrap it up. Uh, not with a used condom. Don't wrap it up with a used condom. How do you find? Do you think they went around picking them up like cigarette butts? What? I don't even know. It, there's so much more to this story that needs to be here. Three hundred twenty thousand used condoms. Insane. <laughs> Absolutely insane. God. Try one of those. You want to see if there's a little magic in your jokes. <laughs> okay, I'm done. That's it. I need some fresh air. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, this has been the Church of Common Sense. I am your host, Travis Lindsay. Please send in your questions and confessions to Father Lindsay and the Church at uh, gmail.com. I want to hear from you. Uh, there, nothing would bring me more joy than uh, hearing from the congregation of uh, the Church of Common Sense. Uh, if you're in the HRM or the Atlantic Bubble, stay tuned because maybe I'm coming around to do a comedy show for you. Uh, I got stuff in PEI coming up. October 9th show is already sold out, but there's one uh, October 10th. Uh, I'll give you some more information on that one next week. I got some other fun projects coming up. Uh, I'm in Windsor at Tommy Gunn's, uh, Tommy Gunn's Speakeasy in uh, Windsor, Nova Scotia this upcoming week, uh, October 3rd. 2020 uh it'll be a safe but you know show come on out for that one uh yeah this has been the podcast this has been fun i'm filled up with coffee let's see how the night goes now but uh thank you for listening i'll be back again next week uh thank you good night all that fun stuff what can you expect next week i don't know maybe this guy can help you out and tell you Next time on Dragon Ball Z. What year is it? <laughs> no, you have no idea what you're getting yourself into. <clears throat> are you going to bark all day, little doggy? Or are you going to bite? All right, then. I'm just going to go watch a movie. Hey, In Night Flint, that's my favorite movie. Boy, everyone is stupid except me. What am I doing, jagging off the Annie Griffith? Jagging off the Clara, huh? You mean Aunt B? Aunt B, Clara, whoever. Who the lady answered the damn phone? Who's Clara? Who the lady answered the phone? I don't know. Is that, is that Clara? Name Clara? I don't know Clara. I know Aunt B. Nobody want to jack off no damn Aunt B. I mean, there's no, there's no, I mean, it's chicken. It's fried chicken. It's fried chicken. I like fried chicken. I'm surrounded by idiots. You don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody. Instead of a bum. Which is what I am. And there seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. That's all, folks. What the hell is that?